Hey everybody, welcome to the Agency Minder Podcast, the podcast for business leaders who have agency over their business. I'm Manny Bartolini and this is our second episode. We're here with Linda. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great, thanks. Thanks for uh, taking some time to chat with us here. How's it going this evening? It's going great, thank you so much. Awesome. So you're probably going to be speaking with a couple of uh, listeners whom you've never met before. So why don't you tell us your name, your current business title, and, uh, and what you do? Sure. Uh, my name is Linda Guayo. I am a marketing director at USAA. For those that are not familiar with USAA or what it stands for, it's United States Automobile Association uh, that really targets the military community. That's awesome. Thank you so much. So, you know, tell our listeners a little bit about you as a person and some of the things that matter most to you. That's going to be really helpful because later we're going to start talking about things that uh, work and don't work in business. So, yep. So, you know, I, growing up, I was all about team sports, right? So, you know, I, I played basketball, you name it, softball, volleyball. I played every probably sport under the the moon and the sun. And so to me, that kind of laid a big foundation for me when it came to, you know, teamwork and the success of, you know, when you have one player, a player doesn't win, right? Like there's a saying of there's no I in team. Um, and truly that has really been kind of like the foundation to what became even, you know, my college education and then moving on to my first jobs. Um, you know, it's, it's about, the importance of teamwork. And I think with that comes, people won't know if you want to get the ball passed to you, if you're not transparent with them and communicate with them. Yeah. And so I think it's also having that <clears throat> open dialogue with your team members um, to build that trust and, you know, and communication. Oh, that's fantastic. And what a great way to kind of start us off on the right foot. So you talk about teamwork a lot. Tell us a little bit about your professional background. So I, uh, I actually got my degree in communication arts and I wanted to be this, you know, movie director. And so I started off in the right journey, uh, working with a TV, local TV station in San Antonio called Telemundo. Uh, so I was technical director there, but then, you know, you, you meet a lot of people in the industry. And so I met, uh, a lady that was in advertising, um, and she offered me kind of a position to move over to the agency. So I wasn't too sold yet on advertising. So I actually did both roles at the same time. So in the morning I worked at the advertising agency in the evenings, I worked at the TV station yeah. and I probably slept like four or six hours in between for a year, uh, a night. <clears throat> and so then what it did for me is allowed me to really try to find the passion. Cause I think that's important in any career, right? Is you have to, uh, be passionate about what you do. Yeah. And so I think in doing that, it allowed me to really understand, okay, do I want to go and continue on with what I studied and be a movie director or do I want to go and do the agency world? And I found that I was having a lot of great time and I could still do that piece and influence the creativity side of advertising and marketing. So I, I chose the path of of marketing. So I moved over to the agency side. That was back. I'm going to date myself, but back in the late nineties. Uh, <clears throat> so I did that. I've worked ever since then. I did Hispanic advertising Very cool. for most of my career. And so I've had the pleasure of working with accounts like uh, Corona beer, 
Chrysler Corporation, so both, uh, or all the three brands of Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge, um, Verizon Wireless, ESPN Deportes, uh, what else have I done? I've done quite a bit of uh, MBA, the San Antonio Convention and Visitors Bureau, Western Union. So I, I've been fortunate in my career to actually have, you know, the breadth of, you know, accounts that I've yeah. managed throughout it. I love that. And, you know, I really enjoyed when I did multicultural marketing before uh, coming over and doing my, my current gig. So I, I can see a lot of of relationships probably had to be formed and melded, probably some of which weren't with Hispanics. So that's fantastic as far as your background. I hope you're getting a little bit more sleep now. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're doing today? What, what do you have going on lately? So today I oversee for USA, I oversee the what we call our brand enterprise programs. So it's not something that necessarily uh, works directly with a line of business or for those that are listening. Uh, our line of business being bank or auto insurance, homeowners insurance, or uh, life insurance. So I'm more of the brand side of things that kind of, they do have a correlation to driving the business, but it's really, it helps to drive brand awareness. So I kind of oversee those projects, you know, that really at the same time stay true to our mission and that's to help you know, the military community. So military holidays like Memorial Day, Veterans Day, and such. That's cool. Well, we have one of those holidays coming up in just, uh, what is it, 10 days? A memorial or a Veterans Day is just around the corner. You guys a have some pretty good stuff planned for that? Yeah. I'm sorry? You guys have some pretty good stuff lined up for that? Yes, we do. We're excited. That's cool. Well, I can't wait to see what you guys bring to life there. So I've been a member since 1998. So <laughs> thank you for your membership. Of course. So, so before we dive in and start talking about some of the professional relationships, uh, just in the event somebody wants to reach out to you directly, is there any way that someone could find out about you or some of the projects that you have? Yeah, I think that the best place is LinkedIn. That's where I kind of keep uh, my professional profile, you know, all the rest of social media, just because there's, you never know. I've always kept it and I've, I've kind of, uh, preach this to my kids of, you know, try to keep that to, to what they're meant to be. And that's to have like relationships and, and connect with old friends and stuff like that. So I keep that very much to, to the personal side. So the best way is LinkedIn. Awesome. Well, I'll make sure to, uh, post a link to your, to your, uh, account when you're out there. So let's start diving in now. Talk a little bit about those business relationships. Now you've worked with all kinds of different brands and it sounds like you've been on both the client side and the accountant side so what types of business relationships do relationships do you currently manage so i really folk i currently i work with our uh aor or our agency of record um i don't necessarily oversee the day-to-day -day with them but i actually have the relationship with who is the enterprise uh team within the agency so that's really you know, the one thing that I manage from a relationship perspective is with our agency. Awesome. So can you tell a little bit uh, to a little bit of, uh, about those third party relationships that you have, things like how many people are on that enterprise team that the agency you interact with? Where are they? Yeah. So for us, I want to say there's roughly probably about uh, it, it could vary, but anywhere between 10 and 15 people. Um, and they're actually scattered throughout. Uh, we have some folks in Buffalo, New York. We have uh, other folks that are in Dallas. 
Um, we have one or two people in Austin and the other ones are in uh, Manhattan. So they're all over the place. So they're probably they having Skype calls and Google Meet calls just like this all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Technology is very important with those types of relationships. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And in fact, I, 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 that's one of the things I wanted to start to probe into. So trust is important in any of these relationships, particularly when they're new. So can you tell me a little bit about how you built the relationship and how you actually maintain trust within this relationship? Sure. I think, you know, I told my team early on, you know, when we started the relationship with, with this agency, is you know we've got to help them succeed right because the last thing you want to do is go through another agency onboarding so you have to make sure that first and foremost that it's not only you like that's building the relationship but your team as well right and the way that that's going to happen is by having a good leader kind of lead the charge and uh work and and be transparent with the team of let's make this work let's onboard them let's have the conversations and give them the tools to succeed. So I think that's, you know, that to me was uh, very critical because they saw that, you know what, we're in this together, yeah. right? We're not, it's not us against you, it's us together, you know, to succeed and come up with the big, great ideas uh, that really separate us from our competitors. So I think that was for me the most important thing and, and the thing that really laid the foundation of the type of individual I was gonna be, mm -hmm. you know, or client that I was gonna be with them is I wanted them to succeed at the end of the day. Well, I love that because what's really interesting about that is that you are their client. You're actually paying them to do a service, but you're, you're going into this relationship and you're saying, I want you to be successful. Even though we, we may be paying you, we still want to set this up so you can succeed. So that's, that's a, I love that. Yeah, I think, I think it, it is, you know, we tend to have it. I think it's the other, the thing that has helped in that sense is having been in the agencies, right? And really I played new business uh, or not played, but I worked new business, uh, a couple of uh, pitches throughout my agency career. And then one of those was, you know, after the pitch, uh, for the MBA, then I became, you know, the account lead on the MBA. And I think that that was very critical, right? Of being onboarded correctly to be able to succeed and take, you know, the client to the next level. So I think what helps me is I know we, we like to joke about hashtag agency life, you know, and all the perks <laughs> yeah. that they get, but you know, in reality, it, it also has helped to have been part of that because, you know, the tools that they need to be able to succeed and be successful, you know, as they're coming onto a new uh, account. Yeah, I love that. And it seems like you'd have a, a leg up on people who, excuse me, who may not have been able to experience the agency side of life. But I do want to probe on something that you just mentioned. So you talked about onboarding correctly. So tell me, what type of information did you share with them about you and your team during that onboarding? So I think one for me, you know, a lot of people know me as, you know, I, I don't sugarcoat things. Uh, I keep things very transparent and very honest. And I think, and I actually told them that like, you know, we need to, you know, succeed together. And this is, this is, if you're not going to make a, a deadline or deliverable, or we're not giving you the right information, just tell us Yeah. because we're not going to know. And so therefore you're not going to succeed. We're going to be frustrated. This relationship is going to go nowhere. And it's just having that upfront conversation with them to know, you know what, 
if you have an issue, just come to us and we'll address it. And I think those are the things that sometimes I think agencies as well as clients, like they want to impress. Right. And so sometimes you, you have like this facade of being stern or, you know, yeah, we've got it. We know it. You know, it's like, we don't need any more information. And then you get in, it's wrong. Yeah. It's like, no, be honest, right? Be honest. And it's like, you know what, if you're missing a, if there's a knowledge gap, raise your hand right away, because I think that's really what is important. I agree. And I think that that's so, so critical. There are so many times when actually on the client side, there will be knowledge gaps and they themselves are a little bit prideful. They, they're not willing to, they're not willing to have that discussion and put, make themselves vulnerable. But it sounds like you go in and you're like, Hey, here's what you get both sides. Let's just be really transparent about that. Is that yeah. about right? Yeah, pretty much. I think, I think it just, it just helps. Right. Um, and you just have the, it, it, I think it helps the agency at the same time, like feel like they've got a champion, mm. you know, that helps them out on that, um, you know, within the walls of, of USAA or any client for that matter. And I think, you know, it just, at the end of the day, if, if they succeed, we succeed. Right. Yeah. And so, so I think that's, that's at the end of the day, what we want to do just in general in the business world is you want to succeed. And, and I think, you have to give your agency partners the right the right tools to do so. Yeah, love that, love that. So <clears throat> when you had that onboarding correctly, you were really upfront about the conversation. You were being honest about what you what you needed. What kind of information did they share with you about themselves as they were getting up to speed working with you on the USAA business? You know, I I'm trying to remember, but I I, I don't know if they did as much as you know, that you would have hoped, right? I think they're, they're just trying to, to learn the business and we're not an easy business, um, to onboard. And so, um, I'm not sure that they shared anything or their, their style or, or such, because it was just, it's a monster of a brand. And, and I think their priority was really trying to, to understand it first and foremost. Yeah, I think people would be surprised to, to learn just how big USAA is as a brand. I mean, it's a, what is it, a Fortune 100 business or so? Yep. And it's like- Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a really, it's a sizable, you know, brand when you think of, you know, all the men and women, their families that have served, you know, the potential, yeah. you know, is huge. And so I think, you know, we're like at almost like, a little over 13 million members. So it's, it's a pretty sizable brand. Yeah, that's awesome. So you've got this relationship, you've got uh, agencies that are that are helping you drive your enterprise brand business. So how do you provide feedback for them on their performance now? And how often do you do that? So I think we usually give feedback quarterly. Um, you know, we get a set of questions in their on their performance. We're asked, for examples, whether it's a, a low scoring uh, rate that we give them or a high scoring rate. And I think that that's critical and that's important, right? To make sure that you have, you know, you can give an agency a three. They're not performing well, you know, they're not delivering their deadlines, but they won't know if you don't tell them yeah. like, or show them those examples. And so I think that's the beauty of what our leadership has done is, has created that transparency of, you know, sh sharing examples as well as the agency sharing examples with us 
um, in regards to whether we, you know, didn't give correct strategic direction or we weren't sure on the in-market date or whatever. So I think it's it's a two-way street. And I think that's what I love about, you know, how we give feedback uh, to the agency because it just allows for them to continue to build and vice versa for us, right? So sometimes clients think, well, I'm the client, I'm, I'm always right, but right. we're human, right? We make mistakes. And I think it's important for us to know, you know, if we have, you know, done something incorrectly for us to know that upfront, because that's only going to make you stronger yeah. and build on your uh, skills. Yeah, right on. So then in that note, how do they provide feedback to you? Um, I think, I think it's, it's more of an open dialogue. Uh, I do believe that they score us as well uh, and they show examples and then they share it with our leadership and then our leadership then uh dwindles it down to the respective fields where there's either positive or negative feedback to ensure that, you know, we're listening or that, you know, we have a high performer within our team that it's also noted. That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you have have any idea on the frequency that that type of information is collected? Is that also quarterly? I believe so. Cool. Awesome. So then You've got uh, open dialogue, lots of transparency. It sounds like you're really trying to enable that to go both ways. Uh, is, and that's specific to the professional work. But is there any effort outside of work to build personal relationship with non-employees who support your business? I think we, you, you know, sometimes it's really difficult because especially when they come to, to your town, right? It's like your personal life tends to take over, yeah. right? And especially with children and stuff like that. So I think it's critical to make time. And when there is time, you do go have, you know, break bread together. Mm. Um, I think the the best times are, you know, you have to take advantage of when you're on a shoot together, you know, you having conversations because it's like you, you learn the human side of people, right? Um, I think there's the perceptions and in careers and, you know, corporations, like there's, everybody's like, go get them, go do it, deliver, you know, you've got to get this in market and it's like gung ho, let's go. Yeah. But I think there's also, everybody has a personal side, you know? And and so I think it's important to break bread. Um, We don't probably do it as frequently as we should, but we know that if we're on location, you know, capturing commercials and such like that, we try to break bread almost every night because that builds the stronger relationships. Oh, that's cool. So it's funny you mentioned like the importance of family life. So we actually have a rule at Agency Minder. We we work to live, we don't live to work. So it makes it a lot easier to help prioritize things in that way. But you're right, there are times when you need to spend some time, get to know them personally, which is awesome. So you've been awesome so far and you've been really giving us great ideas, but I want to ask you a few more questions that might ask, ask you to be just a little bit more vulnerable. You're cool with that? Sure. Okay, cool. So, so at agency minder, we do have a motto that no jerks are allowed. So without naming any names, (laughs) no, no names required. Can you share a time when, when someone with whom you had a professional relationship was a jerk or somehow violated your trust? How did that make you feel? and, And what did you do about it? Oh, wow. So there's been a lot of jerks. Uh, I think, I think one of them was, uh, I had just started, uh, 
on a piece of business and you know we're going into a presentation or pre-pro i believe it was and you know there was i want to say i'm not sure if it was a typo or something was an address and i'm trying to go way back and client basically is like well, this is not what i'm looking for i'm gonna hang up now and huh. basically hung up the phone on the agency and it's like wow so i was like is that my welcome is this like a prank <laughs> right <laughs> uh, and so i think you know I, I went straight to the ceo of the company and i was like this just happened you know and i was like is this pretty common you know and and they're like, well, sometimes. And I was like, do we do anything about it? Like, you know, and so it's, it's it was a difficult one in yeah. the sense that I was new to it. I didn't have the relationship with the client, but, you know, I picked up the phone and I was like, okay, I'm new to this, you know, not sure what the expectations were, you know, and stuff like that, but please help me understand what the issue was and why you chose you had to do this. So that way we can prevent that type of, situation to ever occur again right yeah. and i think it's having those those open dialogues with clients and and with individuals again of you know if you're just going to take it that that person's not going to know that they were a jerk right yeah. and so you have to be very honest with them uh when yeah. it comes to that because otherwise they'll they'll get away with it well, and you know, what's really crazy about that is that without giving you more feedback other than just hanging up and telling you what you want, how could you ever get to a point where you're satisfying their need? Yeah. I well, mean, I think, I think it's also like, you know, they could have like walked and explained it right yeah. through uh, versus just taking the, I'm hanging up now <laughs> and, and hanging up the phone, but it's rather, you know, taking the time and explaining it because people are not going to know what they're doing wrong if they're not walked through it. Right. It goes back to my current agency yeah. relationship of you've got to communicate. Yeah. It's like, no, this is not what I'm looking for. This is not, you know, where it's at. This is why it's not there versus, you know, try, like not sure. I always wondered, you know, when you bump into individuals, like the one I'm, I'm using, like, like there to me, and this is just point of view of one, like to me, having that relationship and really building either my team to be future leaders or building an agency team to be the strongest team within the brand is more successful than me trying to be known as the one that has the power. Yeah. Right. Oh. Like, and I think that that, is probably where the foundation of when you bump into jerks, that's where it starts. Yeah. Is they're power driven and they want to be the know-it-alls, right? And so to me, I don't think that that's necessarily the right approach. But you know, it's like you deal with it. Well, it's interesting because a lot of a lot of that comes from. Sorry to cut you off, but a lot of that comes likely from your experience playing all those sports, right? Because they're very very few team sports where one individual can really dominate everything and make the, and take their team to victory. But it sounds right. like you take that similar approach in your current work. Yes. Oh no, definitely. I, I don't, you know, I don't, uh, and I never have like been to where I want to be at the, the forefront, but rather to me, it's the, if my team is successful 
if my team is the one that's coming off looking strong, then at that point I've succeeded as a leader. Yeah. Um, cause I think that's, that's, what's important. Love that. Love that. So you've actually given me some really good examples of, of how you view your role as a leader and how you're actually trying to develop others and building strong relationships. So can you think of a behavior in, in your business relationships that you could, you could do even better than you do today? I'm sure, I'm sure there's a lot. Um, cause I think there's, you know, sometimes, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm going to talk out of both sides of my mouth of sometimes I'm so worried about, uh, my team that I forget about myself. Right. And I think that it's, I, I could do a better job of also making sure that I continue to, to elevate my personal brand. Um, and so, because I'm so consumed by ensuring that my team is showing off, you know, the great work and everything else, I forget about me, the leader, right. And my brand sometimes. So I think that that's definitely, uh, an area of opportunity. I can see that. I can see that, you know, all the other responsibilities that you have, it's probably hard to balance, uh, all of the personal responsibilities, obligations that you have outside of work with what you have in work. And so that can often feel like a burden. Yes. So you've got all this wonderful experience. You've been on both sides of the business, the agency side, as well as the client side. So what advice would you give to a peer who's starting a new business relationship, maybe one with a third party with whom they've never worked before? So I think one is definitely um to to understand the people that they're dealing with um you know and, and understanding what what drives them i think is very important because i think you should be able to like push a button and know that wow that's that's really like what they love and and that's what brings out the more the better output um so i think it's really taking the time what we've been talking about all along is really getting to know those uh, third party vendors. I think it's also knowing just as much, I think sometimes what we do as clients, we're told, okay, here's your new agency and you forget to learn about them, yeah. right? It's like, you're so busy onboarding them. You're so busy making sure they know your brand, but you don't know anything about them. Yeah. Right. And so I think you have to not, and I'm not talking personally, but like, show me what is, what are great case studies, you know, cause not everybody's on the pitch team. Mm -hmm. So not everybody sees as great work, but like, you know, what, why are you the right person? Right. You must have told our leadership something great, but tell me, show me your capabilities, show me everything you can do for us. So that way, if we can help, you know, to, evolve certain things everybody in marketing thinks differently yeah so you might think content is one thing i might think content is different but if they they have expertise and they have certain you know case studies and stuff i might take that content to a totally different direction from what you are yeah. and i think like we do a great job of oh this is who we are i'm going to give you a million pages of everything we do this is our process and everything else but we never take the time to understand them. Yeah, man, that is so true. I and mean, you know, it's interesting. One thing you said though, about 
help me understand why you were the one that was chosen. I think part of that is the responsibility of the internal leaders on your side that received the pitch. They owe you a better explanation for why that was the agency that was selected. And let's make sure that, you know, we're the eyes and ears for them for the most part. So I could see a lot of benefits to the leaders engaging in them really rallying and championing why they selected that particular partner for you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they do, they, they give it to you at a 30,000 foot level, you know, but it's not, it's not until you get down in the weeds and really, you know, start looking at other capabilities that they have that you really understand the magnitude that they can bring to your business. Sure. So. Well, yeah, because the pitch, the pitch is so often so high level. And in fact, they're, they're giving you an idea that's, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's theoretical, but it's, it's not based on any of the rich understanding that you have of your consumer target. And so they're coming in there almost unaware of the nuance of your business, but trying to get you excited about what they can do. So I could see how that would be difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, new business, we all know to do the dog and pony show and give you the big ideas. Right. But I think we tend to leave it very much at the higher level of our purchase funnel, Mm -hmm. but sometimes you need to go all the way down to the, you know, mid to lower funnel to really understand some of their other capabilities that we might've missed. Right. And so I think that's definitely an opportunity. Absolutely. I totally agree. That's awesome. So this has been an awesome discussion. So I've got two last questions for you. Okay. So, so do you know anyone else who's doing a particularly good job of managing business relationships? Cause you know, I'd love to connect with them to see about them, get, get about them, getting them on this show. Uh, off the top of my head, I cannot think, but give me, give me a day or so and I'll shoot you a list. Yeah. Hit me up. I want to reach out so we can actually get all the right, all the right kind of perspective on the call. So before we wrap, is there anything else you'd like to share about the value of positive business relationships or frankly, anything related to the topic we've discussed? No, I think, I think it's, you know, just reiterating the importance of honesty and, and transparency, um, and teamwork. Right. I think those have been my three uh, kind of areas. I I think all of it, it, you know, like they say, it takes raising children. It takes a village. Well, it's the same thing with (laughs) with our day to day work. Right. And and getting the brand out in the marketplace. So when you think of, you know, creating new campaigns and stuff, it takes a village. And I think that that's the importance, you know, when it comes to marketing and to relationships, it's like, you know, if you're going to be successful with, you know, your agency, it takes a village to do that. It's not only one individual, it shouldn't fall on, on one individual, but it, it should fall on, on the entire group that's yeah. working with the agency to make sure that they succeed. And at the same time, it, it falls on a lot of facets within marketing to make sure that, you know, we're all sick and tied and, and everything is, you know, coming together because, you know, it's not always just one person that makes, you know, a campaign you know, go out to market, but it truly yeah. takes a lot of people. Of course, of course. And, and above all, no jerks allowed. You're right. <laughs> hey, Linda, thank you so much for making time to chat with us today. Look forward to catching up with you again soon. And uh, thanks for joining us here on the Agency Minor Podcast. Thank you so much for having uh, me. Talk to you. Bye-bye. That'll do it for this week's episode. You heard from Linda Aguayo. She's a great leader and an even better person. Do us a favor and hit subscribe and follow us on LinkedIn. And join us next week on the Agency Miner Podcast so we can help you mind your business.